1: David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is
2: Thursday, October 14th, 2021. Season 17, episode number 41. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We got a lot we're going to hit today. Nick, give me a 41. Uh, Get this thing started There's right
3: right the there's, there's right answer. There's a, there's a show answer. And then there's Kareem Laramore. Stop. It's not Kareem, Kareem Larimore. Kareem Kareem, I remember Kareem Larimore. I mean, the answer is Charlie Waters. But Terrence Newman was Terrence, a damn good. I, say, I, I can tern. just yeah. feel Beam's anger through it. Right. I mean, microphone. Charlie Waters was not a groomsman in Beam's wedding, so I get it. Uh, Terrence Newman, who was a great football player for a yeah. long time 15, 15 years. years. Long time,
2: yeah.
3: Kareem Larimore, man. That was. <laughs> Did he just like that? Was
2: that one of your just favorite guys or something? Yeah,
3: yeah. He actually was yeah. because I, I, you know, my school um, is a Division two school, Midwestern yeah. State, and they he played Division two football against them, West Texas A and M, and he was like, he was an athletic dude. I mean, all you have to watch is there's a preseason game against the Saints where he just they just read a little one yard out route to the goal line, and he said, "No thanks, ninety nine to the house." Let's go. He had he just couldn't get his life going right yeah. then and all that but uh um, definitely
2: had talent yeah. yeah did he play for the Desperados? he did Desperados, that's right oh so you're Desper- covering him there that's you, him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: yeah he was he was definitely an athlete just uh kareem Larrimore, pat dennis remember him yeah i do 41 yeah what about now i Is there one? I've, the whole time you've been talking i've just been like
4: i don't think there's been a 41 of note in the time that i've covered the team <laughs> i don't even know if there's been one period not even like yeah. a practice squad go oh, Oh, well, now I feel bad. Keith Smith, my guy, he wore forty one, didn't he? 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 he did. did. Yep. Time, Beef. time flies when you're having fun. I love, I love Keith. He Reggie Robinson did it last year, which Reggie Robinson. yeah. To my, to my point, and he played two snaps last year.
3: <laughs> I remember. So your consternation because you hey. didn't like the fact that they weren't at least on when, when I when I the, when the, they first got we got into the locker room at the stadium at uh, the new AT and T Stadium at the time. You know they like had. They had all the players up there, and they said Charles Waters, and I and I was like, no, this doesn't work. Like I I had to like finally get somebody to get someone, and they finally like redid it up in the press in the you know in the locker room. Yeah, it said like it just said Charles Waters. I was like, this this isn't working. Like Charlie, Charlie, I'll tell you. Shouts out Charlie's to a good
4: dude. Beef, I, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Keith. Still going. yeah. Still going. Starting
2: still like full back at fullback in Atlanta. College yeah, still loving Chipotle. College like, safety. Still same life. I just
4: on and off the practice
2: squad a, a billion baby, times.
3: Yeah. Let me say something about Terrence Newman. I, you know, the fear about him was he's 25 years old, like he's an old player. Like, yeah. should we draft them? Yeah, He played 15 years. Right? Yep. Yeah, I think he's okay. He's yep. okay. I remember him and telling me it wasn't a
2: guy time, that was injured a lot. No, like,
3: he told yeah. me one time, I remember him saying, you know, everyone said all that. Well, in 10 years, I'll be 35, and I'll still be a better athlete than all of these people. And I'm like, yeah, I probably will. And he was. True. <laughs> yeah. Broadus used to, every anytime on any episode of the
4: draft show, when a guy's age comes up, he's like, and he can never just say the name. He's like, why don't you tell that to that guy number 23 up in Minnesota who's still starting games? Yeah. You know, there you st- go. Yeah. I heard a lot about that, about uh, number 41, played about 12 years here. Yeah, maybe we should shut up about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that 41.
2: So much like 41. All right, let's go. Let's talk a little bit about injuries. There are lots of guys that are. On this injury report, and some that are kind of interesting, DeMonte Casey, uh, he has a a hip injury, did not practice yesterday. Uh, What do we know about him and and his potential status for Sunday?
4: He was feeling it Monday. Uh, He was still feeling it Wednesday when practice was starting to get ramped up. They were like, no, don't do that. Um, McCarthy thinks he's going to rehab today. Classic. Something to keep an eye on. He's a vet player. He probably... Can't will be. I mean, if he feels right, I'm sure he can go without a lot of practice. It's just something to watch.
3: Tag, you're in. Yeah, yeah. Donovan Wilson. Or, I mean, well, well, is it?
4: I think it's probably more Malik Hooker.
3: Well, it's an interesting well, no, I'm question. Just saying, I'm just saying, here's
4: another, another safety. safety right? yeah. Yeah. It's getting back Which into the mix. Donovan is practicing. That seems like a good sign. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I meant from a roster standpoint. Yeah, I got right? you. I got you. Donovan was limited
2: yesterday. What Are you thinking that there's a good chance he, he can play this weekend? I don't know. I want to
3: see. Yeah, you, you, at some point when you've been gone for so long, you got to get back to full. I mean, you yeah. can't just be limited. limited yeah, and yeah, that's play. not one
4: of those things where you don't practice all week and then
2: you no. just jump out. There he's and been out.
3: Foxborough is not the place to go full for shit. the first time.
4: He's been out for a month. I want to. I mean, if he upgrades to full today, then I'd be willing to say like, yeah, okay. But if he's, they might just be saying, all right, get some reps. And you'll get acclimated, and then we'll have the bye week, and then you can go full after the bye week. So we'll just we'll have to see. Yep. Let's
2: talk about Trayvon Diggs. He has
4: an ankle injury. Did not practice yesterday. What are we thinking on? It's him? not thought to be significant per Mike McCarthy. Uh, he he dinged it in the game. Um, he's going to try to he's going to try to go limited today. So I mean I th- I think that's a classic case of like let's be smart with our stars, and I think he'll play. Same thing with Zeke Elliott ribs. Yes. Yeah, Zeke's going to play. Yeah, it's not. And he was limited yesterday on top he, of that. He was but limited still, last week.
2: It was interesting. You listen to Jerry talking about that on, on the fan, and you could tell that he wasn't really happy with the fact that there was something on the field that his player could land on. He was like, you know, the the, the league actually takes a lot of time thinking about what is available, what is on the field that players can run into. And the fact that this was there, like, there's a, that's a problem,
4: you know? So we'll
2: I don't see where this goes.
4: Yeah, It seems, I mean – I, I yeah there's a camera in it like I said I assume it's there so you can see if a
3: guy got a first down or not but but it's not consistent you no. don't always see that in all the games No you don't uh, you know I mean maybe is it just the game of the week the Fox game you know what I mean like it's not in every you don't see that on every first down yeah. marker I don't think you do No not that I'm aware of so I mean uh, you uh, you you love having it, you know. Late in the game, you need it. You need a, you know, you need to know if he got the ball there. I mean, think about that game. Was it seventeen where they had to put a card to see if he? Stator. Yeah, God. you know that Raiders game. Remember yeah. that? I mean, like the most surreal moment ever. That that was <laughs> that was unbelievable. Which what, I mean, it's just I don't
2: know who even thinks that. Like I don't know where he came, where he finally came to conclusion. Oh, where's my car?
4: It's just further proof of how stupid this whole thing is. And again, I mean, Mike McCarthy, if I really know anything about him, it's how much he loves GPS. He talks about it all the time. They can see how many steps you take in a given day and how much they need to alter your workload because of it. We can chip the damn ball and see, like, oh, did the ball reached the edge of the thirty eight yard line? That's a first down. And should
2: be known instantaneously. We can just,
4: right? we could get rid of like thirty percent of the clutter on the sidelines. Should, we, like, should we do
3: that for touchdowns? So just like hockey, like if it just gets in, just I would like, love the it. The red horn goes yeah, off. I would That's love
4: absolutely it. right. Like you should and know that. And then we have it, and then we're all having arguments about whether the forward progress was there or if he got thrown back, and then everybody's <laughs> like,
3: doesn't matter. The horn went off. It's a touchdown. Right. It
4: sounds fun.
2: And Let's
4: cool. yeah.
2: Love it. All right. Um, so let's do this. We're going to take our first break uh, a little early here, but we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Bucky Brooks of NFL Network. We're going to talk about this New England Patriots defense versus the Cowboys offense. When we come right back, this is DallasCowboys.com radio.
4: It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit ATT.com for details.
5: Back
1: to the break.
3: Energize your next event with an appearance by the world-famous Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. Ignite your audience and create personalized moments for all to book America's sweethearts. For your next event, visit DallasCowboysCheerleaders.com slash appearances.
2: Welcome back to the second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the star we're joined right now by bucky brooks of nfl network bucky welcome to the show today let's first start off with the fact that this new england defense uh they are they're kind of interesting when you look at the numbers they're fifth right now in total defense they're fifth in points allowed with only only giving up 92 over five games what's the strength of this defense
0: uh it's the total defense and the scheme. they do a great job of playing team defense uh it's not a collection of stars but The players fit the scheme, and the coaches do a really good job of conveying to them how they want to play each and every week. Some games, it's a game where they don't mind the team going from 20 to 20s, and they focus on being great in the red zone. Other games, it's about heating up the quarterback, seeing if they can force turnovers. This is just a very sound defense that doesn't beat themselves, and so it takes a very patient and deliberate offensive effort to really light them up on the scoreboard.
4: Bucky, do the Pats have the guts to play man up on the Cowboys the way that they have? I think I read that they've been playing man coverage more than anybody in the league so far. Um, Are they equipped to do that? I mean, especially Gilmore's obviously not there anymore. Just, I mean, are, are they equipped to do that to this offense?
0: Yeah, because this is what they do. They line up and play man to man more than anybody else. They're not afraid. They play cover one. Uh, they vary who they put in the whole meaning the, the cutter on crossing routes and those things, but they're going to play a lot of man-to-man because that's what they do. It's the best coverage to play in National Football League because it allows you to put an extra defender in the box. Uh, you have tight coverage on everybody down the field, and this is what they believe in. So, no, I don't think that they're going to worry about who Dallas has on the other side. They're going to play man-to-man. Now, what they will do is they will vary what they call uh, their brackets – Sometimes they may take the double team and put it on Amari Cooper. Other times they may put it on CeeDee Lamb. And you may never get a feel for who is being double teamed, but they're going to play some form of man-to-man because it's the basis of their, their defense.
3: And with all this coverage, is, is Dalton Schultz just going to go to the Pro Bowl just because he's just got all the – I mean, no one's going to ever just do a game plan for him and he just reaps all the benefits. I mean, do you think that's kind of where
0: he's headed? I mean, he may be, but if you're Bill Belichick, that's what you want to do. Right. The Patriots' philosophy is to make you play left-handed. And if if Dalton Schultz can go for 150 receiving yards, what Bill Belichick could do is walk across the, the field and he'll shake Mike McCarthy's hand if the Dallas Cowboys win because they played the way that the Patriots wanted them to play. And so what they typically do is they're going to take away your first option, your second option, and they're going to make you beat you with the third option. And if that third option is good enough, they just kind of charge up and say, it's your debt.
2: On that note, uh, that's been notoriously how they've played defense and been successful doing it. If you were advising him, what would you say is the one or two people, tactics, whatever, that you think you have to try to take away and force Dallas to beat you without?
0: Well, the one thing I want to do is I want to take away the explosive passing game this week because the quickest way for Dallas to put points up is to air it out. So I don't want Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb to go crazy in the passing game. If Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard are running, it's a slow burn. And I know that if they run it all the way down to the 20, well, now I can tighten up and focus on that. So I am willing to concede the running game, but I'm taking away the passing yards. I'm not letting the Cowboys get excited by seeing big plays go over the top of the defense. Uh, I believe that's what the Patriots will do because typically when they look at a team that's balanced like Dallas – they'll say, hey, we'll let them have the running yards because it's harder to score a ton of points when you're running the football.
2: Can you do that effectively when you're running a cover one, especially in situations where that means, like if they're moving the bracket, uh, that, that means somebody's going to be in one-on-one coverage. And obviously, if Dallas sees one-on-one coverage on the outside, they're probably going to take some shots. Is, that a, a, is there is their strategy, does it work with their scheme?
0: Yeah, actually, it does work with the scheme because here's what they'll do. They will take... Uh, the best corner and put on the second best player so let's say they deem amari cooper to be the number one and cd lamb is number two they may say jc jackson and say hey you go take cd lamb we'll double team amari cooper so now we're going to force you to throw to dalton schultz or blake Jordan because we got a double team on your number one our best corner should be better than your second best receiver and now you're gonna have to play on the inside guys to find a matchup to win
2: And that'll be an interesting matchup because I think Cowboys actually have two number 1
4: caliber wide receivers. That'll be interesting to see how that matches up. Go ahead, Dave. Buck, I know, know a lot of the talk, and rightfully so, he's a good player, is on Matthew Judon over there. But I'm curious, especially because he took a year off, how's Dante Hightower look? I mean, I think he's one of the most underrated defenders in the league over the last decade. Does he still look like that guy?
0: I mean, he's a solid player. I wouldn't call him a, a blue-chip player, a high-end, top-ten talent at the position. But what he is is he's a rugged veteran player with a high IQ. He and Calvin Noy do a good job of doing If this was hockey, I would say they're the goons, right? <laughs> they're the guys that kind of deliver the big hits. They're the guys that kind of do the dirty work that needs to be done. Uh, Matt though is the guy. And then Josh Uche is the one that is coming on like game buses, giving yeah. them a little boost off the edge.
4: Draft show, baby. <laughs> Michigan Wolverine. Let's go. One more question for you before we uh, before we let you go. Uh, are you content with
2: uh, what Biotis is doing at center, or do you think that um, we will see McGovern uh, 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 get some opportunities there at some point?
0: Yeah, McGovern has to get some opportunities because right now Biotis is the weak link. And as you get down to it and you're building your team to get ready for a playoff run, everyone knows that Biotis is the fish. He's the guy that you attack on the offensive line because he's having a tough time. And it's surprising that a kid from Wisconsin who excels at run blocking is having such a tough time in both areas, but he is. And so at some point, his performance is going to get him a spot on the bench. It's just a matter of time if he doesn't pick it up.
2: Is this a week where the Patriots have someone there in the middle that could exploit Uh, uh
0: Not necessarily. I mean, they're guys, they don't have like a Vince Wilford like they used to have that they would put right over top of the head at right. the center, and he would beat them up. So they don't, they don't necessarily have that. But if you think about this team long-term, because we're beginning to hear the conversation, right, Amari Cooper and those guys talking about the Super Bowl, where the teams that you have to deal with are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the L.A. Rams, and some of those teams that have dominant people on the inside. you got to be able to have an answer because they're going to put their best player over top of the center and beat them up, and it disrupts everything that you want to do in the run game and in the pass game. All
2: right, give us a prediction. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday?
0: Look, man, I'm, I'm banking on the Cowboys being mature enough to go here and handle business. They're the favorite, and the thing is they have to work through the mystique of the Patriots. The Patriots aren't a great team, but if you don't play well, they're good enough to beat you. I think the Cowboys understand what's at stake. I think they find a way to get it done.
2: All right, Bucky, man, we appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Uh, actually, it'll be the bye week, so actually we'll see you the week after that uh, when the Cowboys start getting ready for the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we got some questions for these guys. We've got some fan questions that I pulled from you guys off Twitter. We'll ask, ask these guys some of those questions. When we do our, we'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: There's still the unofficial crowd of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com Cowboys. Back to the break.
3: Bring some Cowboys game day energy from the Dallas Cowboys Rhythm and Blue Dancers or Drumline to your next event. For appearance and performance details, visit DallasCowboys.com DCRB.
2: Welcome back to the final segment of the show and welcome back to our our co-host, our friend who we've missed for quite some time now, Miss Amber is back on the show, hey. back ready to do some break with us Amber. What's been going on? It what did been.
5: I miss? What have you guys <laughs> been up to
2: a little bit. Just yeah, a little it's, bit. It's it's kind of getting interesting around here. You actually missed all the fun cuz this team is kind of rolling right
4: now. All the, the fun? fun? Huh? Wow. All just the fun's over. Like talking. No, I'm just 14th. saying, like she
2: missed all the. F- that was all fun going on while she was. Oh, there, you know, yeah, okay. You know hopefully there will be more, and hopefully she'll get to be a part of that. But yeah, this you missed the you know, fun. I've been
5: so
4: if it stops being fun, you got to go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Then were, coo- <laughs> right. we're booting her out of here.
5: I'll be fine with that. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I'll be fine. No, i will be saying this whole time. Do you guys hear me? Okay? Yeah, we can, yeah. yeah, Okay. This, it sounds kind of loud on my phone No we can't on my headphones anyways, I've been saying Super Bowl Super Bowl, Super Bowl, let's go but I'll be kind of pissed actually a little bit what? if they make it to the, if they decide to go to the Super Bowl this year it's just if... a
2: decision now <laughs>
5: yes because, <laughs> because um I'm not traveling this year Oh yeah so if that happens yeah, that would I'm going to be kind of uh, not kind of. Pretty, pretty upset because I've been through a lot of suffering since I started this job. So they better, I mean...
4: <laughs> We're back, baby. We're it's back.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it's always something with this team, huh? To me, emotionally, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. I can never be fully happy. Like, I'm happy right now, but then it's like I'll be kind of mad too, you know? Yeah. It's mixed feelings. It but is. I'm but I'm excited to be back.
2: Good. We're happy to have you back. And uh, I'm sure you've got... So many, so many opinions that you've been bottling up over the last few months while you've been away. So. Actually,
5: it's been pretty relaxing, mm-hmm. feeling-wise. You know why? Because I watch the game, so I don't keep up. Really, I haven't had time to keep up with everything that happens yeah. on the day to For those that
2: don't know, Amber had a baby, so oh, she's yeah. been busy. She's been a little busy. Yeah, go ahead.
5: So I don't keep up what happens on the daily basis yeah. during the week, which is why I feel like to me in years past, that's when I get pissed because we watch them every day. Mm-hmm. We were very connected and plugged in, so I. Guess I've been like a casual fan that just turns on the TV on game days, watches it here and there. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow, they're doing good, you know? But then I feel like now that once I'm back here, kind of getting back in the, into things and getting emotionally attached, <laughs> I'll probably be getting upset here and there. Yeah, Beatish the was making me kind of upset last <laughs> yeah. game, but well, the you good guys thing, already talked about that. It'll
3: be good to see. Uh, been a while. We've been, He's been making us, I don't want to know if upset, but I mean... It's been an uneasy position that yes. we've talked about for months now. Yes. Well, if, Go ahead.
5: I was going to say something that I always remember. Nick said it a while back how important the center is and that snap that, to me, I never really thought of it. Mm-hmm. But when we were talking about, okay, a rookie guy coming in and then versus having an actual veteran and you were saying with Andy, Andy, Andy yeah. he, he, remember he made some comment about it and, and it, it was like, oh, that's interesting because mm-hmm. I never yeah. thought about we it, but now we're actually seeing yeah. it.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean it's and I don't know if um McGovern you don't know if it'll be any better, you yeah, know? um but or Connor Williams like they they're
2: they don't have a real good option right now, I mean, it's kind of holding them hostage to use Bill Parcell's old term, yes, yeah. yeah, if only they had done something okay. <laughs> every that. time we have this stuff, this topic, that's where Dave ends up is like. If only they would have foreseen this problem as a problem and yeah. taken done something about it.
4: But I mean, what else is there to say? Yeah.
3: It's 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 almost like the time, what like three years ago, when they're like, We don't need a number one receiver. We're fine <laughs> with these guys right here. Hold on, let's trade for Mari Cooper. Like that's that's kinda what this feels like. <laughs> that, uh, I don't think I, the wheels are, are falling you, off. No, like, no I'm you not implying, implying anything. I'm are you implying? Implying. <laughs> no, if they're Am is, I
4: gonna wake up from my flight home from New England like Frank Rag now. Yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't no, 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 no. Don't talk about other games. Yeah. yeah, Dave's like,
3: What happened? What's going on? Was it was like, interesting oh, well, to
4: me that when they were uh,
2: earlier this week, when Jerry had his call with the fan uh, here locally, he actually was asked about the the snaps, and he was he admitted like, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a problem, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of a shock to me because they don't always coaches Jerry whoever don't always just go out and talk about problems with a player. Uh, something that's specifically a player. But I was kind of shocked to hear that. And so if he says that, then certainly there's something I mean, that we have to think about. Like Maybe they're looking at this and saying, what are our options here?
3: You know, I mean, everyone remembers. Oh, remember the time Romo, that ball went over his head and he kicked it and he came back and he ran and he got a four-yard first down Yeah, against the Rams. Against St. Louis, play? yeah. Ha-ha. I mean, Andre Gerard's the five-time Pro Bowler, was the one that air it over his head. Yeah. I mean, like, like – and he had some issues sometimes with, with – you know, but he was also – pretty good at blocking, and he got the, he got that under control. But, I mean, I mean it happens. It just it can't happen on a regular basis.
2: Yeah, and I, I do think that Duke made some really good points. Duke Mannyweather, who we had on earlier this yeah. week, I think he made some really good points about what you have to consider. And I saw these on Twitter. He was talking about a center uh, and what all they have to do. And it is a tough job. It absolutely is a tough job. And you're talking about a guy that hasn't even had a full season yet in the NFL as a starter. So I think when you when you consider from that standpoint – yeah, he's got some learning to do. There are some things that that he's not great at. Uh, there's some things he's going to have to develop at, uh, and that's where the Cowboys have to kind of find that balance. If you look at Steele last year, uh, most of us thought nah, he can't play. They continue to develop him. This year, they've seen the benefits of that.
4: So maybe this is one of the situations they just have to keep developing him. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and you—I mean—you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube anyway. But that does make it curious. We've talked about it. Tyler struggled with the shotgun snaps last year. That's part of the reason why Joe Looney was put in there. But it does make you want – and that's that's the balance between, like, there's people that say, oh, you need to be tanking for a draft pick. You can't do that. But you can keep an eye on the future too. And, I like, they knew they had a chance to win the division last year, and I'm sure that's part of the reason why Joe played. But at the same time, it's like – Maybe we should be making this work with the young guy, knowing that he's the future. Reps and matter for him. If yeah. we have some bad snaps on a crappy 5-9 and nine team, that's just the breaks. Yeah. Sorry, Andy. That's the yeah. hand you've been dealt. And I, that's why it's a balance, right? Like, yeah, try to win the division. Because, I mean, if you make the playoffs, who knows what could happen. But at the same time, don't get so wrapped up in what that means that you're not thinking about the big picture. And maybe that's kind of yeah. what happened last year. Well said. Yeah, Was Looney
5: really ready for retirement? Or was it one of the things?
4: No, shoot, he was How here He, he was him? here last night. should have asked him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I it makes wonder me
5: wonder because I know his family is here. So yeah. I don't know if it was kind of like, ah, the Cowboys didn't call me back. And I, I'd just it, rather stay around. If the
4: down. Cowboys had really wanted Joe back, I think he would have been here. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think yeah. they still wanted him back now. He would probably consider it, I would well, guess. Well, I mean, he can't now. He retired as a New York Giant. They have well, his rights. Yeah, it would be a question and of whether he could get out of that, which I would assume. He probably could, but who knows? Well, I mean, what division rival? Maybe not. Just maybe beat not. their
3: Good ass. Maybe, maybe, not. maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence, and the Cowboys don't think it's a coincidence that, that the Giants had signed him and he retired with them and all yeah. that. I mean, but I, I remember back in March. I mean, you know, talking to some people about okay, well, free agency started. You know, you always got to get on the phone, and figure out what's going on, who's going to sign, and it was like, yeah, this guy will probably sign. Joe will probably resign. Cool, and then I was kind of waiting on that. I don't know if I wrote that story, but I had we were kind of getting ready we for were, it.
4: We were prepared for a Joe Looney. Yeah. I saw him.
3: I saw him at the Star District, and I'm talking to him. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sign. Just got to go over there and get it done." I mean, I thought it was a done deal. Yeah, they didn't give it. They didn't give 73 to anyone, and like this is happening. Even Kellen Moore mentioned it. Remember that he mentioned yeah. it in training camp. Yeah, like, I think Joe's not with us right now. I was like okay, and then he signs with the Giants like the next day. Yeah. So I I I think he was always sort of in the mix to return just didn't he left other than well, last night on the show with Shannon
4: and yeah. Nate. It's definitely weird. I having said all of that, I'm not ready to close the book on Tyler Biotish. I mean Yeah, me either. This is they've played 5 games so he's started 9. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean. But
5: watch, they've been winning games right now, right? And it's like, oh, oh and it's sh- like, no, okay. missed you that can't suck, afford. But then they win. You then, can't afford
4: to make these mistakes against better teams. I if get that. It happens. Of course. In one
5: play, and they lose the game because of that.
3: Honestly, yeah. I'm, I mean, that's, that's that's what it'll be. It'll be that that drive against the Chargers. Going, you know, you got to get five more yards, ten more yards, got to get in field goal range, and then all of a sudden snap is low and he couldn't get it up and through it and incomplete. Now they have to kick a 59-yard field goal and they missed and then it's going to come back. Yeah, I mean, they haven't been in those games yet, you know, really were, other than that game right there. Well, I guess Tampa they were. They were driving for that. that. So they've been in those games, but like she said, that's when it's going to – it's gonna happen,
2: and uh, and honestly, I'll say this: if it happens once, I'm not necessarily gonna be like, "Oh, they gotta get rid of him." I mean, again, that's a part of the growing pains. And I I personally am a believer in once you show me that you can do it, I believe you can. And what I'm what I'm getting at with that is, they've now shown me that they know how to develop at least one offensive lineman. I'm going to trust the fact that this is a guy that they're going to continue to develop until I see it being a, a problem that's that's a consistent problem. Yeah. Now, if you go two or three weeks in a row and he is the reason why you're losing, now it's like, all right, I know you want to develop him, but right now you got a team that can go far. You can't afford to let him yeah. hamstring you.
4: And, just the, and snapping just seems like such a correctable issue. It's muscle memory. And again, I've never played center, but I can imagine... If you're not 100% confident that you can handle the guy in front of you, that's probably taking up a lot of space in your brain, right? Yeah. So between the muscle memory and just getting more comfortable with the speed of it. Like in the long term, I'm way more worried about Tyler getting carried into the backfield than whether yeah. or not the snaps
3: are on. Um, like I just I feel like that can come as you get more confident and comfortable with what's going Never on. Never seen Dak play basketball, but I bet he's pretty good because that's what you have to do to, to just gather the ball in like that. You know that's Romo was really good at it. You you, you take bad snaps and you, you you scoop it up quickly and you, you know and that's what basketball is. The ball's not always there, but you just Catch you. It's, it's your handles. And so I bet you Dak is probably pretty good at it because you know when you're an NFL quarterback, you're probably pretty good at everything. Yeah. I'm guessing. Even though I've never heard him, does he play golf? He picked up golf when we went
4: to Mississippi State to do that movie about him. He like that was like the first real time he'd messed around with golf and like by the end of the trip he was like yeah i'm gonna start doing this and last time i heard he was pretty good which is again not surprising right. for an nfl athlete exactly
3: i taught terrence newman how to play golf Remember, Broadus used to say that
4: Yes,
2: now that you mention it, <laughs> yes, I do.
3: The broadest show. All
2: right, so uh, so here's what we're gonna do. We got some questions for you guys. Let's start first. This is a question I asked Bucky, and I his answer was kind of interesting to me because I, I kind of want to see where this plays out, and I'm gonna be watching very closely on Sunday to see how it plays out. But um, obviously, the tactic for Bill Belichick has been for years defensively. He's going to take away the best thing that the opposing team does offensively, and he's going to force them to beat him with beat them without it. Um, so if you were advising Bill Belichick, what would you say on this team would be that one thing, tactic player, that you would think you need to try to take this away if you can?
3: I, I can't get over the me advising Belichick thing. Yeah, but sure, you can I, do I, that. I laughed when you said it to Bucky, and I'm definitely laughing now. <laughs> so I, I, I actually forgot what you were asking, so go ahead to start with Dave, because I just can't get over the whole, like, hey, Bill, hey, Get a second Come here. here. Nice nice hoodie. But I have, I have to tell you something here. Watch out nice for Nice hoodie. Wear it. your sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I do
4: think Good. it's – and so we talked about this earlier this week. Somebody's got to be willing to really commit to stop the run. And if Bucky's right, maybe it'll be Bill Belichick. And if he's got – what? what? You well, but Bucky,
2: Bucky went opposite on that. He said – if I were telling him what to do, I would actually say stop the big play on the outside. No, I'm, which means you not,
4: I'm not, not what Bucky said okay, he would do, what Bucky thinks that Got they're it. going to yeah, do, yeah. which is play cover one and yep. trust those guys. And that'll be interesting because we, we haven't seen a team willing to do that very much yet this season. And then I can't wait to see what that looks like. J.C. Jackson, really underrated player. For as much as we rave about Diggs, J.C. Jackson has like four 14 picks over the last two plus seasons two this year got two this year he had nine the year before he had nine in 2020 and five before that i mean he's he's got ball skills um what what i'm interested in we know jalen mills we know his work and we know that should be we know that should be a mismatch unless you're committed to always giving him help like if I'm the Cowboys, I'm. If I'm Dak Prescott, I'm just like waiting for my opportunity where they let him try something one on one. I'm like, this is where we're gonna get our money right Eagles. here. Eagles. He played for the Eagles, Yeah. Right?
2: I mean, if if I'm Dak, I'm looking at this and saying, if you're gonna play Cover One, I'm always looking for whoever's the single coverage guy. I feel like, and he said they they like to put their best guy, best corner on your second best receiver. Who is that? Like, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I understand that CD is like we still give deference to, to Cooper, but um, I, I I think CD's pretty good. And so if you're going to put him against your top corner, I still think man to man, he's probably going to win a lot of those.
4: I agree, yeah. and the, and and I also think maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. It's it's never that easy where it's just always JC Jackson alone and then bracket the other guy. And that's what I'm saying. Like a handful of times you'll probably have an opportunity where Jalen Mills is asked to handle something by himself, and that again, that's where my radar goes off if I'm Dak Prescott. And then that doesn't even mention the interior matchups that that presents if they really do that. I mean, if they're really going – pure cover one like that, then it should be favorable for Dalton Schultz. It should be favorable they for... They ought to go crazy in the this week. Of if case. these
3: logos weren't on the helmets, I mean, this looks like a 20-point win for the Cowboys. It really does. I mean, I don't think it will be because... They're not giving up a lot of they're points. They're not giving Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they're not scoring that many points either. I mean, I looked at the average scoring per yep. game, and it's like 35 to 19. Cowboys to the Patriots. I just... I looked at the weather. I showed Dave the weather. I mean, because that's another thing. It's that, not, that, it's that, not that, supposed it's not to be gross. It favors them, yeah. So, I just, I don't know. Belichick's not going to play. There's also,
5: like, a small window. And we saw it in this past game. You know, they started the game kind of sloppy. And I think mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw that word going around quite a lot. But one of those, and then they were able to pick it up. But also the Giants, they weren't. Doing much either. So I think that's that helped the Cowboys kind of get back on track. And that's if I had to think of something that may be concerning other than snapping and you know the center and all that, it's that aspect. They cannot start a game sloppy or kind of take them a while because then we go back to last year Mm -hmm. and like previous years where it doesn't go their way when they do that kind of thing in the first half of the game. So that's one thing I would want to be careful or like for them to be sure that they do not do that kind of stuff because once the opposing team starts scoring a point then you lose that momentum and then it's really hard to catch up and as we know they don't always are they're not always oh. able to catch up on time even when Dak picks it up in the second half of the game.
3: No, I would love to have Mac Jones down 14 to nothing. I mean yeah. like that's I'll I'll take that because that not not just him. Their offense isn't really designed to just, like, all right, let's go track meet, let's go up and down the field. And the Cowboys can do that. But if it gets in one of those third quarter and it's, like, 13 to 10 or whatever, and we've seen those games up there like that, then, then yeah, it's anybody's game. So, I think if the Cowboys start out fast, and I, I, I think that the, those should be in good shape here.
4: Yeah. Go ahead. You just, the Pats have only hit 20 points against New York and Houston. Yeah. Right. You just
3: – I, I know that's that's why I've looked at who they played and who they've beaten. I mean, Mac Jones has not defeated a, a, a team with a veteran quarterback. He's beaten they've beaten two teams. They both started rookies. You know, I mean, th- and the Cowboys. I mean, Dak is rolling as well as any quarterback in the league right now. But
2: do, does it not give you pause how well they played against Tampa? Like they they didn't. Tampa didn't just run rough shot over them. And they there are a lot of people that think that they they had. Tom a little confused in that game. Conditions so, in that game sucked. I get it. I get that absolutely. So, uh, but Belichick again, maybe knows Tom, like he knows. how to – a thing like he's familiar with him, right? No, it, which like, you can say the other the way, way, way too. But, but, but I mean, by the way, but by the way, I, I think that's probably any. Brad Belichick's been doing this so long. There's not a quarterback that he doesn't have a book on and know. Okay, here's what I think I want to do to this guy to make it hard on him. Right? I wouldn't. I would suspect. That he's got a pretty good handle on what he thinks of Dak Prescott and where he thinks the best chances are to keep Dak from the things that he likes to do and force
3: him to do things that maybe he doesn't like to do. Yeah, that just means that they force him to run the football with that those two offensive linemen that are graded as high as anybody in the league and that running back and the backup running back that are I mean you know two top ten running backs are coming into Foxborough. I mean you got you've got and Tony Pollard is leading the NFL. Leading all running backs in average per carry, Zeke's third. I mean, they're they're rolling. So so yeah, you can you can do those things that Dak is uncomfortable about. But I mean, he hands the ball here and pitches the ball there, and it's tough to beat. So he's 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 the goat for a reason, and he's going to have his work cut out for him, obviously this week. I mean, Bucky sends his blue chip players. Mm-hmm. He sent me six this morning, six of them. One of them, the only blue chip offensive player, is Mac Jones, who I don't think is really. I mean, that he's not a blue. He's, he's kind I mean, aqua blue. Right, right. NFL Right. I was thinking teal. Yeah. I mean yeah, he, hasn't, teal. he hasn't developed there. Baby blue is what he is. Right. I mean, he's a rookie. He might get there someday, but I don't yeah. think we call him blue just I yet. I mean, he's got he's got Nick Folk on there. He's got Matthew Slater, special teams, defensive guys. I'm like, how are they going to score any punts? Yeah. I. Just Perns. I that's.
4: <laughs> I. I mean, it's it's all Dallas offense versus Patriots defense. I yeah. just can't. I can't imagine the Patriots scoring more than like 18 points, and yeah. I can't imagine. Maybe it'll happen. I can't imagine the Cowboys being held there to are a less lot than of things 24. We can
5: imagine, Dave. Sure, of course, and then they happen. I know.
4: I know. I, mean, I remember yes. the Jets game just as well as the next guy. I <laughs> I get it, but again, I mean, you're just looking at game. You're just looking using all of the tools and information available to you. Anything can happen on Sunday, but just looking at it yeah. analytically. That's how I feel.
2: And frankly, we haven't seen the Cowboys do that this season. What we've seen is they play – they do what they're supposed to do against bad teams. And I would qualify this team as a – I don't know if i call them bad – but they certainly are at the very best their average. And the Cowboys have destroyed bad teams and have done pretty good against everybody else. And the good teams, they play well. So it, the Cowboys haven't shown that tendency yet this year. This would be the first time if they were to lose this game uh, because I think that's not something they've been doing so far this year. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll get you guys ready for Cowboys versus Patriots. Till then for Nikki, Dave Hellman, and Amber Garcia. Uh, this has been a Break Live on DallasCowboys.com.